Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to focus on discussions that will challenge you to change the way you think about your workplace, your ministry in the workplace, and your life in Christ. And today, kind of a change of focus. I don't have famous authors in this. Well, actually, I do have a famous author, but you don't know about him in the studio today. I, I've got two Christian business guys that are in the, in the studio today live with us to share how Christ is working in their lives. One of them is the famous Jim Byers, your good faith loan officer. Jim Byers, a a sponsor and supporter of this show. I wanted you to hear his testimony so you could find out why you should be doing redoing your mortgage or getting your mortgage with him because Jim Byers is a good friend of mine. He took care of the mortgages for Martha and I several times over the last decade, and he's somebody I trust and somebody I want you to hear from him how Christ is working in his life. So I've got him on the show. I also have on the show for the second half of the show, we've got Ghost Rider Eli Gonzalez. But I can't say his name out loud because he's a ghost writer. So we're going to talk about more about Eli Gonzalez on the show later on today. I've got so it's an action-packed show, so you gotta stay tuned. All right, listen, Jim Byers, your life verse. Before we get started with the questions, I really wanted to read your life verse because it's so powerful. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. 
This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast in this, that they have and that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. Jim Byers, Eli Gonzalez, welcome to the I Work For Him show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Jim. Thank you so much, Jim. Good to be here. See, everybody knows Jim Byers. You recognize that voice from his commercials, that good faith loan officer. You know, Jim, as we start today, I really, before we get started, I want people to hear how Jesus Christ is making an impact in your life today. So share that with us. Well, just like my life verse, I, I, um, I guess my biggest fall through life has been my ego. I've always been, it's always been about me. And uh, my life verses is so that I uh, really spend my time in the Bible and learning about God. And the more I know him, that's something I can boast about. And I can't boast about anything else. And he's blessed me a lot. And today I work not so much just to pay bills, but I work uh, to pay off some debt. And I work for my retirement. But the biggest thing I work for is so that I can minister of some things he's called me to in evangelism. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit, where God has called you to a, a very unusual calling. Not everybody gets called like you've been called. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. All right, so you came, you you just celebrated a 25, it was 25-year anniversary, wasn't it? 25 years last Saturday. 25 years last Saturday. And what was the significance of that? Was that your wedding anniversary? No. No. 25 years ago last Saturday, I had quit drinking. I actually... Uh, had a, uh, I was a prodigal son. I uh, knew Christ when I was a teenager, and I turned my back and and ran away from him. I was sort of like uh, Jonah running away from him, and I got swallowed by the whale of drugs and alcohol, and um, stayed in that mess for a long time. And God reached down and 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 pulled me out of that. And I've been sober one day at a time since then. And uh, you know, it's it's not so much that He saved me; He has taken what uh, was a bad situation and allowed me to help so many others, not just in alcohol and drugs, but in so many different areas of people's lives and relationship building. Uh, You know, I had ruined all my relationship with my parents, ex-wife, my kids, and now I have relationships with all them, including my ex-wife, my mom and dad. Dad's passed away now, but my mom trusts me and I take care of her and just so many things it's like two different lives and god has just used that and i've been able to help other people through what i've done so i wouldn't want to go back through what i went through but god has used uh, my life tremendously in that area he never ever wastes an experience that's for sure never ever wastes an experience and and as unfortunate as that experience was he he hasn't wasted it and he's been using it for 25 years Right. All right. So listen, you're a mortgage broker. We call you on this show our good faith loan officer, but you sell you, you, your brokering mortgages through Caliber Funding. Right. But as a mortgage broker, there's a lot of mortgage brokers out there. Christ has impacted your life. You've just shared that. What's different about Jim Byers, the good faith loan officer? When, when somebody's looking at a, a refinance or somebody's looking at getting a mortgage on a home that they're buying, there's a lot of people out there buying homes. What's different about you? Why should they come to you? Well, I uh, I feel like I'm very knowledgeable, but more than that, I care about my customers. I care about who they are. I care about their financial situation. And uh, 
whether I get their business or not, I try to at least tell them the truth about, you know, where they are in their debt structure, in their credit structure, and and what they can do to improve that. And I also, uh, you know, I try to just be friends with people, and uh, I let them know where I am spiritually, and many times I pray with people about their situation. Uh, Sometimes people just sort of ignore my spiritual side, but they always know where I am and that I'm following Christ and that I'm going to do the right things for them. And uh, whether it's a self-employed buyer or a first-time home buyer or whatever the situation is, they're going to get an honest answer from me. What I like best is you're you're trying to leave people better off whether you get their business or not. Yes. And, and, that's, and that's something I always practice in the insurance business and in the IT business. You leave people better off whether or not you do business with them, and then you always end up getting their business later on. I mean, they never forget that kind of you know, service. That's just awesome. All right, so your website, it, it, did you get that up and running? Is goodfaithfl.com all refined and pretty and everything now? Uh, it's in, it's usable, but it's not exactly where I want it yet. But it's it's uh, getting there. I've actually been blessed with a lot of business the last three or four weeks. So you've been busy. Yes, I hadn't had time to work on my website, but uh, it's functional, and you can put an application there. Uh, but uh, I'd rather you call me and and uh, ask me about anything about the programs. We, uh, you know, one of the things at Caliber Funding, we also. Uh, our state bond program, the Florida Housing Finance. So that's a $10,000 uh, second mortgage at 0% interest to help people, first-time homebuyers, get into homes. And that's something a lot of lenders do not have. So talk about that a little bit more. We still get a little bit of time before the break. I mean, explain that. So you're saying uh, if I'm buying a house for $110,000, um, they normally expect me to put 5 or 10% down, right? Right. So this is for that down payment assistance. It's a down payment. It helps pay closing costs. It also, you don't have any dock stamps or intangible tax on the mortgage. Uh, Ooh. Well, the counties can't like that. Yeah, and you can purchase a home as high as $265,000. Uh, you can make it up to $70,000 a year. And a lot of the down payment assistance program is just for the very, very uh, uh, small incomes for under 100000 But this is something where, you know, you got a college education. We've been talking with Jim Byers, your good faith loan officer, one of our great sponsors here on the I Work For Him show. You're hearing from his heart, and you're hearing about what he does. So he's coming back. And we're also, later on today, talking with Eli Gonzalez, your Ghost Rider. Yes, that's right. If you don't know what a Ghost Rider is, you're going to find out, but you got to stay tuned for the second half of the show. All right, if you want to text us a question during the show, you can always text us 727-487-9863, 727-487-9863. All right, we're back with you, Jim Byers, your good faith loan officer. Jim, you take care of mortgages, first mortgages for people. You take care of refinances for people. You've been doing this for over 20, almost 20 years, right? Right. All right, 20 years. That's a long time. So you've seen a lot of ups, and you've seen some significant downs in those 20 years. What do you see as the trends today for mortgages? Well, uh, good news is it's a really good time to purchase a home because there's still some real good deals out there, um, especially for for homes under $500,000. And this interest rates is as low as they've ever been. I mean, you know, I, we've had them a little bit lower, but really it's just a really good time to buy and, and purchase a home. You know, and it's a great investment. And, you know, you actually can buy a home now probably 30% cheaper than you'd buy, pay rent. You know, if you go check a rent apartment for a three-bedroom versus buying a three-bedroom home, 
you're probably 30% cheaper in owning today, and that way you're actually putting money in a savings account instead of paying your investors. Right, and there's more. potential for an upside. I mean, houses today are still at about, well, they're still at about 60% of what they were in 2006 before the crash. I mean, pricing-wise, I imagine on the one, maybe not on the water, but the ones off the water, they're yeah. still pretty discounted. But you know, but a lot of times the reason people are stuck in apartments is because they can't get the down payment. Now, you were mentioning right before the break that there's help out there for people to get the down payment. There, Talk about it. There absolutely is. I mean, it's a state program, and like I said, they you pay less fees. Uh, you know, you get a zero percent loan for ten thousand dollars for your down payment, and uh, there's so many things in it. And you can do that as a veteran, or an FHA loan, or a conventional loan. So it's a great program. Uh, and uh, as long as you haven't owned a home in the last three years, you're considered a first-time home buyer. So last three years. Well, and there's a lot of people like that that they got foreclosed on. They've been living in apartments for well over three years, lost jobs, had to get reestablished, a lot of that going on. All right, so in order for people to get a hold of you, they just need to go. They can do two things. They can go to your website, goodfaithfl, like Florida, goodfaithfl.com. Correct. So they can go to goodfaithfl.com to get a hold of Jim Byers, your Good Faith Loan Officer. But they can also call you. 727-644-9019. And you've had that number for a long time. 727-644-9019. They can call you. They'll get good, solid advice from you. You'll leave them better off whether they um, get a mortgage from you or not. They can just call and ask questions, and I'll give them the best advice I've got. What kind of – let's talk. In your job, you're a workplace minister in the mortgage business. What kind of opportunities have you had to minister to people specifically as they're going through the loan application process? I mean, give some examples of how you've been able to share your faith. Well, because you're dealing with sensitive issues there. You're dealing with all their money. I mean, it's sensitive. Well, there's many times I'll tell people, you know, that uh, they'll say, well, we want so-and-so home. And, and I'll say, you know, if, if God means for you to have that, if God means for you to have that home, then you know, we'll pray about that, and and that that'll be the home you get. But you got to, to me, you got to make sure it's the right home for you. And let's go through the process. So, I go through their credit and I go through their income, and talk about how they can position themselves to get the home that they want, and to make sure it's the right one by getting the right inspections and working with the right realtor. And, but talk more about the ministry side of it, because I mean, a lot of times people come to you and they're like. I don't even know what my credit's like. We really want to get in. I mean, you're holding people's hands. I mean, you're praying with people. You've said that several times, but there's a lot more to it. I mean, because you're really, you're touching them where they're at. Because the most sense, the thing that causes more arguments in, in marriages is money. I mean, that, yes. that causes a lot of issues. But so specifically, I mean, sometimes if you had to refer people to other people that could do different mortgages, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, talk about what you're really doing to touch people. Well, I always let them know that they, you know, debt is not their friend, and so part of part of what we do is is training and that, and biblically, you know, it, it talks about uh, we we shouldn't be a, a, a slave by owing people money that we can't pay, and there is a lot of debt out there. So I go through that with them, and I talk about them. I even point to Dave Ramsey and his program. We've got a couple of programs at church for people that have debt, uh, debt problems and that kind of stuff. But mostly, I, I actually work with them one-on-one with their debt many times on showing them how to get rid of it fast and, and, and how to position themselves to do that. So if somebody's gone bankrupt or been foreclosed on in the last three, four years, is there hope for those people? I mean, there's a lot of people have been foreclosed on. I mean, 
thousands and thousands of people were foreclosed on. Is there any hope that those people will ever get back in a home? Most most everything, uh, bankruptcies are usually five years or three years in FHA. Uh, you know, short sales are four years in conventional, three years FHA. So, yes, so you've got some years that you've got to do your homework, position yourself, get your credit right, make sure you don't get back into a bad situation. And, and uh, you know, lenders oversold a lot of products that put a lot of people in the wrong places. So, <laughs> Well, the 100% loans, 125% loans, a lot of things. And they were all, they were all going against biblical principles. Yes. They, they were going on count. They were presuming upon tomorrow thinks that, that the market would continue to go up and up and up. And then in January 2005, all of a sudden st- stuff said, <laughs> yeah, we can't sustain these things anymore. And it started going down, down, down. And it went way down. I mean, it just was amazing stuff. But you also, as you said, you're teaching, you, you're recommending Dave Ramsey. And that's, it's fantastic. Get out of debt program. Crown Ministries really is a life work, a, a lifestyle change program because it really speaks to you from a biblical uh, standpoint. But really, you know, uh, the rich rule the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender, and that's what you're saying. Don't, don't be right. a, don't be in debt, and the best thing you can ever do is get a mortgage and then pay that baby off as fa- as fast as you can. Well, and it's just you know it's like this down payment assistance. You know, if you've got ten thousand dollars in the bank saved for a down payment, and you've got eight thousand dollars worth of debt over there in credit card, you could use this program for your down payment, take your ten thousand dollars, pay off the credit card, and end up with only a mortgage and maybe a car payment rather than having that, those other debts. And so that, there's a lot of things you can do to restructure what you're... Well, and then we want them to throw away the credit card, eliminate the credit card accounts, because right. if you can't manage your credit card, get rid of it, get a debit card, and only spend what you have. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you make $5,000 a month, it doesn't make any sense to spend 5500 That's That's what they call stupid. And right. even duct tape can't fix that kind of stupid. And, and there's a lot of things we do to help people with their student loans and that kind of stuff. We refer them to people that can actually consolidate some of those things. You've got to be careful. Make sure you're not getting somebody that's ripping you off with a high interest rate. But you've got to make good decisions. So let's talk about, though, as a businessman, and you've been a businessman all of your, you know, for 30-plus years, God's had you in the mortgage business. But about three or four years ago, God said, Jim, I've got a mission for you. What was that mission? It's to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he didn't just say spread the gospel because you've been a, you've been an evangelical explosion for years. You, you, you've been sharing your testimony for years. He called you to a small town in Florida. Well, what he called me to do was to uh, actually put boots on the ground in it. You know, I started uh, going to a small town up there because what what he put in my heart there was so many small churches. I came from a small church in South Carolina, Fulton Presbyterian. And I um, remember when that church had about 120 members. Today it's got 16. Wow. And it just breaks your heart when you go to that church and, and, and see where it is and where it should be. And there's so many ch- churches around my neighborhood that was the same way, and I grew up in South Carolina. So I, uh, my wife's family's up around Archer, Florida, and same thing, a lot of churches up there, you know, Church of Christ, Presbyterian Church, Methodist Church. They're all losing membership, but, you know, the county's growing in population, but all these churches are losing membership, and, you know, there's just not enough spreading of the gospel, so God put me put that on my heart. I've been prayer walking and sharing the gospel up there, and uh, he may even have me speak in the future at a, at a recreation center up there. 
I'm just following his lead, and you know, he just gives me a lantern. I can only see one foot in front of the other. I, I don't know. Psalm one nineteen one hundred five. I love that. I don't. I don't know what the end result is, but I, I have just been excited to go out and share the gospel. Uh, I'd like to share one little story. You know, I went up and talked to a guy one day, and and one of the things we do is ask him. You know, well, what's your spiritual beliefs? And I don't really have any. And I said, well, I said, well, to to you, who is Jesus? And he said, who's Jesus? And this guy is 40 years old. He used to live in Massachusetts, moved down to Florida you know, about eight years ago. And here's a guy that didn't know who Jesus or Jesus Christ was. We all think that we're such a Christian nation that everybody knows. But there's people out there that actually just don't know who Jesus Christ is. And it's exciting to be able to sit down and, and share your faith and what God's done for you to other people. I think it's important that people note that, you know, you're in the you're in the midst of the mortgage business. You you wrote it all the way down from two thousand eight. When God called you to go up to Archer, it was still the height of the recession, which I you know, I think down here was more like a depression in Florida, but it was the height of the recession and God said, Jim, I want you to take time away from work and go to Archer and pray and go to Archer and share the gospel. And you said to God what? I said just what Abraham said. He said I I'll go, and that's what I've done. I, I go every other Wednesday and uh, prayer walk on Wednesdays, and I go every other Sunday and meet with pastors and prayer walk and share the gospel. And, you know, God supplied every bit of the money I've needed to do that, the transportation, everything I've, I've needed. Hmm. That's fantastic. And, and, and the ministry will grow, and it takes time to build up uh, you know, respect and trust in a community. In small towns, for sure. Small towns are tough. Uh, but that's just awesome. And I just thank you for being our good faith loan officer here, and I work for him. You've made such an impact on my life. You did such a great job for Martha. And I, I challenge you, go out to goodfaithfl.com, goodfaithfl.com, and find out more about Jim Byers, your good faith loan officer. I'd like to welcome you to the I Work For Him show. We have just spent the last half hour talking with Jim Byers. Your good faith loan officer. If you missed the first half of the show, you've got to hear from the heart of the man that should, should take care of your next refinance or your next first mortgage. You got to talk to Jim Byers, your good faith loan officer. Find out more about him at goodfaithfl.com. I'd like to thank the uh, Business His Way for sponsoring that Proverbs for Business segment. All right. This half hour, we're talking with Eli Gonzalez. I love saying your name last way. I know he's, he's about as. Latino speaking as I am, he speaks like he, he's right out of Minnesota, but he's got a fantastic name. And Eli is a ghost rider. That's right. I, I'm sorry. I bring out that Mexican thing. I've watched way too many Mexican movies. I love, I love the Mexican accent. I know it's not a typical South American accent, as my son is a fluent in Spanish. He goes, Dad, it's just a Mexican accent. I just love it. Eli, thanks for being on the show today. Es un placer de estar aquí. I, I know you can Spanish speak Spanish. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be here. Before we start, Jim, just want to say hello to my beautiful wife and angel, Maria, Melinda, I love you. And Mom, I hope you're listening. I love you, too. <laughs> and if you're not, you can I also. Still, I still love you, mommy. But you should have a listen to the archive later. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal, Eli. Before we get started with your story, you got to first share how Jesus Christ has made an impact in your life today. Uh, there's just so many ways that He's impacting my life. Uh, I, I was born into uh, into a godly home. Uh, my father being a pastor, as a Growing up, we had a we had a gospel uh, band that uh, we went to uh, a lot of different churches, and I've been privileged and honored to hear wonderful speakers. And you know, there there are, there are uh, 
things that are just blooming now, seeds that have been planted since I was 10, 11, 12 years old. That's, I, I can't expect him to say more. I mean, there's just so much. <laughs> what I love best, you know, God ran Eli and I together about three years ago. Mm-hmm. We now spend a lot of time together as all of us here sitting at the table today, Jim Byers, Eli, and myself, as part of the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay, which is not a chamber to replace all other chambers, but it's a chamber to go to be enriched in your walk with Christ and see how it impacts your business life each and every month. Eli, when we first met, you were applying for a job that I had, that I was offering from Platinum Information Services, and we had this most amazing conversation as God clued me in almost right away that here's a guy that's a Christ follower, and I was just trying to get you to say it because in a job interview, I can't say, are you a Christian? Yeah. And But we got into this incredible conversation, but at the end of the conversation, I'm kind of thinking, I don't know, you're a music minister at your church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking, why do you want an IT job? And, and, and really, I was right. I didn't know that you were supposed to be a ghostwriter, but I knew that God had something more incredible for you. And it's been such a privilege just even getting to know you on the outskirts these last three years. But let's, let's talk about what does it even mean to be a ghostwriter? Because this is your business. You now are a ghostwriter. Yes. You know, it, it is the, uh, my ministry first and my business second. Uh, but a, a ghostwriter, for those that don't know what it is, uh, is basically someone that uh, we're almost like midwives for stories. Uh, we, 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 help, <laughs> we help someone give birth to that idea, that story, that burning uh, thing that's in them that they know that they just need to get out. Uh, there are phenomenal speakers out there, but they're just not good writers. There are great writers out there that don't have the time. So they seek out ghostwriters uh, that can help them put their story into a written form. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll add anecdotes, we'll add statistics, we'll add Bible verses where needed. Uh, and we help develop the story. And, and the reason why we're called ghost writers is that at the end of the day, you know, we, we, we kind of just go away. We're, we're transparent. Uh, it is the, 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 the original person's idea. It is their book. It is their name on the cover as it should be. So there's no, you don't get any credit on the book at all? No, no. Not even in the fine print on the inside page? Well, no. A lot of times, yes. A lot of times uh, people who are generous enough to, to write in the acknowledgments uh, section, you know, thank you to Eli Gonzalez for, for your wonderful work or what have you. Uh, but a lot of them don't, and that's, that, that's part of it. It's, it's, uh, it's not for those that are ego-fueled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that. And, and, you know, someday I want to write a book. I don't know. People tell me because I have my own radio show I should have a book because that would get me more notoriety. So that's probably why I won't write a book, because I don't know that I want any more notoriety. I'm already infamous. <laughs> well, whenever you're ready, I'll, uh, I'll uh, recommend you to a good writer I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm counting on that. And, and really, Jim Byers, his story that he shared very little of in the last half hour, you guys need to write a story about how, how God has worked in Jim's life. That's something that's got to happen. Now, and you said, how many books have you ghostwritten the last 12 months? Uh, this year alone, I have uh, written that, is, that are now published 12 books so far this year, and I'm working on five right now. How do you work on five books at one time? It's just uh, the grace of God. You know, uh, I, I, I have a system. I, I pretty much work on one book a day, and, uh, and that's kind so of like how I keep... So you can keep in the mentality, you're not twisting between books. Yes, yes. And, and, and I do that, you know, half for me, half for the author, for them to focus in on the chapter that needs to be written. You know, well, they, a lot of people want to get right to the story, uh, but, but the meat of the story would be in chapter three or chapter four. If we just meet once a week, they have all week to think about that one chapter 
and then uh, w- you know we get to write it a lot. Uh, there's a lot more depth to it than just rushing through it. <laughs> you know, Todd just reminded me that I need to do my book segment. We don't have a specific book to highlight today because we're highlighting our ghost writer, Eli Gonzalez. <laughs> hey, our book highlight segment is brought by brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts has been part of the Largo community for over 29 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Ulmerton Road in Largo, their 2,400 square foot store is open to the public seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop, C-H-A-R-I-S.com. I don't have a specific book to highlight today, but I know that Eli has helped write 12 books, of which many of them are at Karis Christian Books and Gifts, I am sure. But if you'd like to win a gift card today to Karis Christian Books and Gifts, call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and we'll give you a $15 gift card to Karis Christian Books and Gifts, complimentary of my wife, Martha, and her staff at Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Call into the studio line, 855-265-2929. And you can win that gift card. And remember, you need to read the book. Any of them. Don't wait for the movie. All right, we're back live and in studio with Eli Gonzalez. Now, you can't talk about the books that you've helped ghostwrite. Uh, no, I can't. Contractually, I'm obligated that I cannot, and uh, and I don't. Uh, a few people have given me permission, so I can talk about a few of them. Oh, okay. Give me an example. Is one of them that I know of? Uh, there's one that I was privileged to uh, to help write, and uh, Laurie Hill, a phenomenal writer, the president of the Christian Chamber of Commerce. Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay. C3TB.org. Best networking group out there. Uh, I was uh, privileged to be able to assist her uh, by helping her uh, edit her book, and uh, it is a phenomenal, The phenomenal. name of that book would be I Am in Business, the great I Am in Business. Yeah, yeah, w- wonderful book, easy read, and uh, it, it, you, you can be in business or you don't have to be in business, and this book will speak to you. And Martha's got a copy of that at Karis Christian Books and Gifts, just in case you were wondering. All right, so Eli, as a ghostwriter, how are you giving, I mean, you're, you're write, are you writing mostly Christian books then? I write Christian books and books for entrepreneurs. I've uh, I've kind of defined where I've been going. I mean, I've written everything. I've written sports books. I've written uh, autobiographies and and, uh, and even a fantasy book. But um, that 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 is kind of uh, where where my strengths lie. So so that's the field that I play in. Okay. So in writing these books, how are you given in your daily job? How are you given opportunities to minister to the people that you're working with and working for? Oh, you know, when you get to collaborate with someone that uh, does not know the Lord, uh, it, it, it is very easy to do so as you're sharing ideas. As you're sharing ideas, you're sharing perspectives. So a lot of times I'm able to bring in uh, the love of Christ through uh, something that I put in the book and I explain to the person why I put it in there. From my own personal experiences, hey, I think this is going to resonate with the reader, you know, uh, in my walk with Christ, and, and, and I'm able to, to, to minister that way. And how often do you get a chance to just share how Christ is impacting your life with these authors? Every chance I get. I mean, everybody that I work with, they, they understand that uh, I am Christ-centered, and uh, there are certain uh, books that I, I uh, certain topics that I don't touch, and, uh, and, and, and they, they all understand and they all respect it and appreciate it. All right, listen, we got to take a break. If you want to participate in today's discussion and have a question for Ghost Rider Eli Gonzalez, 
All right. Now, Martha just texted me while we're on the, on the break saying, don't forget that Lori Hill and Lori Hill, the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay CEO, she'll be signing her book, I Am in Business, that Eli helped edit, do the ghostwriting thing. I mean, he just helped her with the final copy of it. She'll be signing at Karis Christian Books and Gifts Open House next Saturday. Martha, we got to talk about this on the air next week. Your open house next Saturday from 3 to 5. You've got lots of different authors coming on. And Brian Zoss, another former guest with The Navigators. He'll, he'll be uh, signing his book and several other authors. So you can... And, and and maybe I can't say that. Well, honey, you can't text me. I already said it. Sorry. Anyway, so... But Eli said that Brian's coming too. So next week at Karis Christian Books and Gifts Christmas open house, clearance sale, author signing books. You got to get there. All right, Eli, how did you get started being an author? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I did a, a I had a social media marketing company for a while, and I've written thousands of of, of blogs and, and for, for different verticals, different industries. And uh, one of my former pastors reached out to me, and uh, he said, Eli, do you still write? I, I had written a play there when I in Massachusetts when I oh, used cool. to go to his church, and uh, and uh, he said I, I just submitted a manuscript to Zulon and it stinks. Can you take a look at it for me? <laughs> so he sent he sent it over to me and and he was right. It stunk, you know. And and I know the way he preaches. I, I know the passion that he has when when he's ministering, uh, and and it just didn't relate well to the paper. So uh, I, I I rewrote the first chapter for him. I sent it to him and he, he didn't wait a second. He called me, Eli. <laughs> can you finish it for me? Sure, Pastor. Sure. Uh, and and I, I wrote the book for him, and I did it in, in just about five days, and it's a phenomenal book called Excuses, Excuses by Peter Lopez Jr., and um, it, it, it's a phenomenal book. So when he resubmitted it to Zulon, they asked him, well, who wrote this for you? Because they had the first <laughs> manuscript. It's obvious you didn't, Pastor. <laughs> who wrote this for you? <laughs> who fixed this? And uh, so, so they got in touch with me, and, and I met with them. They're based out of, of, of Sanford, only a couple hours away from here. And they made me an offer. And uh, I tell you, Jim, it, you know, the offer, it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as much money as I was making. So I declined it at the time. And uh, just God started working on me, working on me, working on me. And about three months later, I, 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 some people say that God spoke to them audibly. I can't say that in this instance. It's more that I felt and I realized in my spirit that God had given so many people the prophetic word, that they have a word to reach the nation, this generation or the nations. A lot of pastors, ministry leaders, uh, powerful men and women of God, and they've had a tough time. Uh, uh, getting their word out of their church walls, and God let me know that He gave me this this talent to to put this in in a book form, and and that that book will be the vehicle that will be fulfillment of His prophetic word to those people, and the that that that. That uh, that story will will go to where God designed it to go. Well, and it is an incredible gift that you've been given because you know I can speak all day long and I can energize crowds, but when I go to start writing something, I'm like oh my word, I write like a three year old. <laughs> uh, but and, and because you have to have, I mean, you have a spoken language, you have a written language, and we're supposed to write differently than when we speak because it it, it takes so much more. And there's some good, you know, if I'm if I'm looking at, um, you know, I read couple hundred books a year you know some fiction some nonfiction, but most people don't know how to really write a good book yeah they, and they've got an idea but they don't really know how to write a good book and there are phenomenal writers out there i guess what my big differentiator is that not only do have i been blessed to be able to write but i i, I can write a book in someone else's language i wouldn't be a very good ghostwriter if at the end of the day somebody's spouse didn't turn to them and say honey 
this sounds just like you. And, and that's the gift that God gave me, to write in somebody else's perspective. And I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's uh, making fun of all these pastors and preachers growing up uh, with my brothers and mimicking them. But I, I, just, I just pick up on their nuances, things that they say, how they say it. And when I start writing for them, it just carries on to, uh, uh, onto the, the, into the computer. But can you reproduce a Massachusetts accent in writing? Uh, well, I can park a car. But uh, I don't know if I can do that in writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as a ministry, you're writing books for others. You're really mm-hmm. taking their ideas that God has laid on their heart and helping those be communicated in a way that people actually want to read about. Because there's some books that I've read that people have written and you're like, wow, that's got a cover on it. <laughs> that's rough. All right. So what's the next step for you in your writing? Uh, God has uh, blessed me uh, immensely, and uh, next month, God willing, uh, I am going to open up the Ghost Publishing, uh, our own publishing company. So uh, God has taken uh, t- taken us uh, a long way from when I started with this, and and uh, like like Jim Byer said earlier, I can only see one step ahead of me, and I'm just trusting that I'm going in the right direction. Now you've both made reference to that. Let's talk about that. Psalm one nineteen one hundred five. Your word, Lord, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And a lot of us, when we saw the pictures on the wall or the flannel grass when we were growing up in Sunday school, if you've got that verse as a picture, you're thinking light the way we think light today. But when that scripture was written over 3,000 years ago, lanterns barely lit the ground in front of the person walking. Barely enough for the next step. And that's the concept the psalmist is really talking about there, that God's word will light the path for just the next step, not a lighthouse or a million candlewatt flashlight going down the pathway. God just lights enough for us to know, here's where I want you to step next. And sometimes he doesn't even do that. He just wants to take that blind step of faith like in Indiana Jones in the last crusade as he has to take that last step, that step across the cavern and all of a sudden there's a bridge there. Okay. All right. So, why should someone write a book? There, there are just so many reasons uh, to write a book. I mean, for, for business purposes, I mean, it, it, it's a no-brainer. Uh, a book will make you credible in the marketplace. A, a, a book will, will, will totally elevate your status uh, in any kind of business that you're in. Now, when you're talking about in the kingdom, um, you know, the thing is just if, if God puts something in your heart, just do it. You know, and, and to anyone listening today, if you feel led by God to write a book, uh, if you have a story, if you have a message to tell, uh, you're not listening to me today by chance, uh, I'm here to help. Can you give people an idea on money? You know, what's it, I mean, it sounds very expensive. A ghostwriter. Uh, you know, it, it varies. Any, any ghostwriter... Uh, I belong to a couple of uh, ghostwriting associations. You know, we all there's associations by the word. Yeah. for ghost writers. Yeah, but you know, um, you have to be pretty transparent. You got to be a ghost to, to get into it. <laughs> so you won't qualify. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I'm hardly. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but uh, it all goes by the word. You know, typical books are thirty thirty thousand words, and uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's several cents per word. So depending on how long the book is, so is it a nickel research, word? I mean, it, you know, you so could fifteen hundred bucks. It, it starts or? about ten to twenty cents a word. Ten to twenty cents a word. So it could cost three or four thousand dollars to have somebody ghost write for them. Yes. Now, now, uh, you know, I have um, uh, been uh, led by God to just uh, write for some people for free. We don't and, say that on the air because we don't want uh, people to take advantage of you, though. No, no, no. But uh, you know. Um, that's 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 just how it is. 
Well, okay, so here's the deal. If, if, as Eli has said, if God has laid on your heart to write something, you need to write it. I mean, there are a lot, we had all kinds of prophets in the Old Testament that didn't want to write the things that they wrote, but God let them to write them, let them to write them. And you've got somebody here that, uh, that can help you do it. Now, Eli and Jim, I want the commitment right on the air right now. When can we expect the book on the, Jim, the, the life of Jim Byers? When are we going to get that done? Do we, can we expect it in a year? Fantastic. I would, I, I would have to let – Eli will have to help me answer that question. I have no idea. No. I, I have got a lot in my mind, but I'm not sure how to before get it out. The, Before this time next year, we're going to be promoting Jim's book. That's right. Okay, so Eli, how do people get a hold of you? Um, they can reach me at theghostwrites.com uh, or theghostwrites at gmail.com. Uh, my my number is 727-692-5289. Uh, if you happen to be Latino and if you're looking for a uh, good uh, Christian Spanish church, you can find me on Sundays at Oasis. It is the Spanish ministry of the Countryside Christian Center Church. All right. So, But the best way for somebody to get a hold of you is theghostrights.com. Yes, sir. Ghostrights.com. And Martha and I will have this posted. Both Jim Byers' website, Eli's website, their contact information, on Facebook tonight after the show. All right, coming up, you're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.